1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, thanks for making us part of your afternoon. It's not as if I don't chat with this guy enough, but he's kind enough to join the program. One of the few players in all of college basketball to average a double-double. It is Justin Bean from Utah State. Justin, how the heck are you, man? Hey, Justin. Hey, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Appreciate you having me on. Hey, no, appreciate you. How uh, how have the last 48 hours been for you? <laughs> oh, it's been a it's been a ride, man. Still on cloud nine a little bit, so it's been a it's been a great experience. I got about three hours of sleep the first night after Vegas, and uh, been trying to recuperate and, and get back into the swing of things. So it's been a good thing, though. Okay, so I, Justin, I don't want you to take all of us into the locker room. You guys have an emotional win against New Mexico. Wyoming shows up, decides to have one of the best games of their lives, and you guys have to fight for your life in that game. <clears throat> and then you find yourself down by quite a bit in the first half, fight your way through this for a championship. Take me to the locker room. What was the mood? What was the emotion? What was the conversation? Be as detailed as you can and let people into that locker room before this championship game. For sure. Um, well, right after we, we went into the locker room at halftime of um, pretty much – you know, each game, especially the San Diego State game, though, we went in down eight. Obviously, Diogo hit the big shot to cut it to eight points. And um, the feeling was pretty somber. You know, everyone was pretty pretty quiet, which is usually how it starts, you know, the first two minutes. I think it gives everyone a chance to, to kind of just reflect on the half and, and think about things um, that they need to improve on. And, and so everyone kind of has that, that quiet time for a couple minutes. And then, you know, usually our seniors, our leaders, you know, usually – speak up and, and say some adjustments that need to happen before coach gets in just things that we as players need to discuss because you know it's hard being being on the floor and and knowing you know how to be on the same page with everybody so during the locker room though obviously sean sean went, went down and, and hurt his arm we all knew it was serious and and so he was in the locker room and it was pretty emotional for him and it was tough just just seeing that and, and knowing we still had a, another half to play without him so everyone just, you know, gathered around, just kind of rallied around. And I remember Namias going up to him and just saying, hey, like, we're, we're winning this for you, man. Like, we're going to get this done. And uh, and so everyone just kind of rallied around that. And so that definitely brought some emotion into the second half for us, just knowing we had to, to win that game for Sean. And and um, and obviously, you know, Coach Smith just told us we need to keep the same game plan and, and just be able to knock down shots so that we – had some good looks there, but it was definitely emotional uh, each each game. But overall, as a team, I thought we did a good job just rallying around together and, and just trusting in the fact that the toughest team was going to win that game, and, and it was us, fortunately. You're down 16 in the first half. I talked to you after the game a little bit with Namish. He mentioned there was no panic, but what was it that, was allow- that allowed you guys to flip the switch a little bit and uh, at least cut that to an eight-point game going into halftime? Um, first thing that comes to my mind is is Sam Merrill when he obviously he hit two big shots to cut it to a I think it was 11 points and then I think Diogo hit three so I think we just we just trusted that we needed to to get Sam the ball and and get in some good looks um, and I thought San Diego State did a good job you know early on just just making it a little tough for him but uh, he definitely pulled through for us hit some big shots and and definitely on the defensive end obviously we didn't score for you know 12 minutes there. Uh, so I think it would have been easy for them to just go on a big run and extend that lead even more. But defensively, I thought we just did a great job just, just staying in it and and uh, not making critical mistakes and just playing together. So, 
You know, Justin, when I watch you play, it just looks like you've got this eye for every single 50-50 ball for every potential rebound offensively, defensively. What is your mindset when you take the court personally for for a game like that? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest thing is just to to be aggressive. Um, Like you said, I definitely try and and be around the ball uh, in a lot of different ways, whether it's a loose ball or or getting it off the glass, getting a rebound, or just making the right play. And um, I think that stems a lot from our team and the character we have is everyone's really unselfish. So whatever play needs to be made, whether it's diving on the floor or setting a screen for someone, getting getting a guy a good shot or taking a shot, you know, whatever's the best play for the team. And so that's my mentality is just to try and, and make the right play, make the winning play, and just not make mistakes and uh, just be confident when I'm on the floor and when I'm taking a shot or getting a rebound. I always like to give people some uh, some background on, on who these guys are and where they came from. And, and, you know, a lot of people have talked about Abel Porter when he hit that big three against New Mexico. He was given a scholarship right before that game. What a lot of people forget yeah. is you picked up a scholarship at the same time. I mean, you played, you know, yeah. you weren't on scholarship until midway through the season last year, correct? Correct, correct. How, diff- yeah, was- how difficult was yeah, it to keep your head up and realize, you know, I can do this, I can earn that scholarship and, and, and keep the, uh, and keep you know, keep your spirits up during that process? Uh, well, for me, it was, it was definitely – uh, really humbling just to, to have that experience with Abel. Uh, none of us, neither of us expected it to happen, quite frankly. And um, I think it had just been, you know, each day in practice, just taking it one day at a time and, and honestly just, just not getting satisfied, never being content with where I was at um, because I was getting a, a few minutes here and there and I could have been, you know, satisfied with that being a walk-on. But, but my mentality ever since I got to use Top State was to earn a scholarship and, that wasn't really for a selfish desire, but just because I knew it would help the team get better if I was playing, you know, at that kind of a level. So each day in practice, I just tried to, to make adjustments and just try and, and play my game and just be confident and know that um, that the coaches would be able to – I'd earn their trust as I continue to play better and, and stay in the gym. So lots of countless hours spent in the gym, you know, even after we'd have a game because I wouldn't get a lot of run. And so just, uh, yeah, it took a lot of – a lot of effort and a lot of hard work and patience, but definitely worth it all for sure. So now back-to-back NCAA tournament opportunities, which is fantastic, hasn't happened in a few years at Utah State. And it's exciting to see Craig Smith and you and Sam and the whole crew back in this tournament. So how do you guys approach this tournament with the experience that you have as maybe compared to what you did last year? That's a great question. Um, it's definitely uh, this season has been a, a roller coaster of, of emotions, um, lots of highs and lows, as, as we all know. Um, but I think this year we've definitely learned how to to be more resilient and how to fight through ups and downs. Um, I'd say just in a lot of different ways. And so I think I think our poise and our our patience and our um, I guess level of of maturity has improved a lot from last to this year. So going into the tournament, I think we have a lot more edge. We have we have a little more something to prove. I think last year was kind of unexpected by a lot of people for us to be there. But going into this season, we knew that we were supposed to be in this situation. So definitely brings a lot of confidence to, to the guys, whether they're first year or, or veterans. So we're excited for the opportunity, man, and we just 
can't wait to see who we're playing on Sunday, and we're going to use this week as a, another stepping stone just to get better and get everyone on the same page. You know, there are some moments where, um, you, you know, you win some games, and basketball is such a momentum sport and it's such a rhythm sport that you just want to keep on going. But you, you're going to essentially go probably 10, 11 days between games, between that uh, conference yeah. championship game and then your first NCAA tournament game. But I know you guys are also really banged up, too. And, you know, Abel Porter, able to rest that back. And, Sam, I can't imagine yeah. how, how beat up he is after that. And you, yeah. you've dealt with some stuff as well. Is this actually a good thing for your team to be able to shut it down for a week and a half? I think it is, absolutely. Physically, I think it's definitely the best thing for us right now. Uh, obviously, emotionally, coming after a, a huge win like that, you just want to just keep it going, keep the momentum going. But, but I think Coach Smith and our, our staff and our guys would agree that it's definitely smart for us to take some time off and, and kind of unwind and just get our minds right and our bodies right before another huge stretch coming up. You know, I've, I've really talked at length about athletes that have motors and that can go and go and go. And I feel like you've got a head coach that has a motor. Is he always amped up? Like, is he always jacked and fired? Or does he have, like, this, this low calming emotion? What's, what's he like on the sideline in a, in a, in when you guys have the lead or when you're in the deficit? Just what's he like as a coach? Well, the first thing that, that stuck out to me when you asked that was, was just the, the positivity from Coach Smith. Uh, obviously, everyone knows he's really energetic and um, and very intense, but I think he does a great job of just channeling that with, with positivity. We feed off of that. It's hard to play for a coach that's always negative and, and critical, and, and so I think Coach Smith just brings a sense of, of light and just positivity to the locker room, to the film room, to, to the game, and so... With him on the sidelines, he's very calm. Uh, it would have been easy for him during that, that 15-point deficit to just lose his mind because <laughs> we couldn't hit a shot or, or they were scoring lots of points, but he wasn't. He was very calm, and he just told us, you know, he, he told us he trusted us to make those shots. They just weren't falling. And so he didn't lose his mind, and so I think that's a big reason why we didn't either. But, yeah, I can't say enough about just his, his positivity and, and always complimenting guys for just the littlest things that help build their confidence. And that's definitely why you've seen such development in guys like Sean Barstow and, and Alfonso and, and these guys that have come in and just made huge impacts for this team. Was my guy Papa Bean, was he, at, was he in Vegas? He was. Papa Bean was in Vegas. I love that's, it. Me, <laughs> Gordon and I have had a lot of chats over the, uh, over the season. Your dad's a good man. It was fun. Uh, I'm sure he had a blast watching that game. That's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. He did. He told me he was a little upset that, I, uh, that I'm a two-time champ now. He's only a one-time conference champ, but I, I told him he'd get over it pretty quick. So. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to know, have you guys heard my guy over here, have you heard Scotty G's call of this win? Did you, did you hear have, – have you heard it on SportsCenter? Did you hear it on – I did. Dan, okay, so you've heard the call? Heck, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a great one. Legendary. Oh, I don't know about that. I, <laughs> uh, I do. I do. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, I've got it for you just to kind of give you a refresher, Justin. I've got it, and, I, and I, I'm going to play it here for you. We don't need to play this. And No, you just stay out of this. Let me take care of this. <laughs> and I want you to take this back to the guys and say, hey, I just want everybody here to understand that we've got the best voice on the call. Here oh, is yeah. here is your guy Scotty G and his uh, call of this big That's win great. over San Diego State this weekend. 
Gets a Perfect. shot off. It is up. And it's no good. Utah State has won the game. Utah State back-to-back conference champions in the Mount West Conference Tournament. They have done it. Flynn got a great look and almost nailed it. But Utah State holds on, and they have won the game. They've won the conference tournament, and the Aggies are going dancing. Put on your best dress, baby. We're going to the dance. Utah State bubble. We don't need no stinking bubble. Utah State's going to the tournament. <laughs> we don't need no stinking bubble. Put on your best dress. Hey, so ju- many good ones. Uh, Justin, you're the best, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, Justin. Go Aggies. All right, man. There you go. Justin Bean right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.